1: When Manilenos need quick, affordable but thoughtful gifts, one place always comes to mind. You've been there for Chris Kringle, exchange gifts, the last-minute shopping for dad and mom's birthday na nakalimutan mo. Yung mga dito, it's always more than just okay. Wooden trophies for the world's best lola. A small box of prayers, handcrafted figurines holding up funny inspirational signs. Always funny, always inspirational always wholesome, then you wrap it all up in their signature brown recycled paper. Alam mo na, di ba? Who would have thought that a shop that began as a sideline for a stay-at-home mom in Tomas Murato would one day become a 21-branch store that employs hundreds and now spans three generations? You even know what that name means by now. This is a story of everyone's little lifesaver of a family store. Say it with me, Pa-pe-mel-ro-ti. Pape Melroti, as you probably know by now, stands for siblings Patsy, Peggy, Meldy, Robert, and Tina Alejandro. Magkakapatid, all artistic, and how that happened, we will get to later. But where this story really should begin is before there was Papi Melody, there was just Cor and Ben, or Corbin. That's Curit and Benny Alejandro, and how they built the mom-and-pop shop that literally gave birth to what most Filipinos now nickname as Pape. Well, it all started more than 70 years ago in a line in Manila, and it was the wrong line. First off, it was a line a few years late. World War II had rudely interrupted Ben Alejandro's high school education by a few years. And by the time he was lining up to become an architecture major in Mapua, well, Benny changed his mind on a whim.
2: It's all accidental. Even my being... eh? Civil engineering. When we were in high school, we were fond of drawing, and and close friend of mine, Ernie Garcia, we went to Mapua. There, there's a line there, architecture. There's another line there. Yeah. I said, what's that line? That's for civil engineering. I said, How many years? They're saying four years. I said, Ernie, I'll go there. he just stayed there. <laughs>
1: And so he became not an architect, but a civil engineer, which meant not only that he could work with his hands, but he understood systems and processes. Benny Alejandro was on the eve of turning 92 when I interviewed him, and when we visited him in their home in Tandansora, he was literally building a boat. With some help, but basically with his bare hands. Benny loves to sail, and he always loved boats. To be more precise, he's always loved the ocean. He loved the ocean because he was born in landlocked San Isidro, Nueva
2: Ecija. I'll tell you about Nueva Ecija. It's all plain, you go, it's rice fields. You could see the mountains. So I dream about the ocean. (laughs) I want to see the ocean. So in 1939, we moved here to Manila. Manila, and the same day, we walked to the bay to look at the sea. (laughs)
1: Anyway, he would finish high school and after the war go on to Mapua, earn his degree, and by 1950, he was finally ready for work. His first job was with a company that would later be known as Procter and Gamble. His job buying copra. The job would take him wherever there were coconuts in the Philippines. And lucky for the ocean lover, often that would be places by beaches. Cebu, for example. One November, there he was in Cebu, sourcing copra, but also taking advantage of that November's All Souls Day holiday.
2: In what do you call that? All Souls Day? They come out, male-female pastel there in the cemetery. I saw her there. I said, I hope I see her again.
1: Bye. Her, Benny, is referring to Socorro Alviola, a Cebuana last eight years his junior. Her friends, he learned, called her Curit, and she was an architecture student.
2: Well, after maybe a few days, I saw her in the Tartanilla. Tartanilla is a calesa. You sit like a jeep, like that, right? I said, that's a girl I want to meet. And one of them said, ah, taking up architecture, CIT. What CIT? Uh, Cebu Institute of Technology. Do you know where she lives? Yeah. We go there now. We we visited her. It turned out nice and very welcoming and a beautiful girl.
1: What was the first thing you told her?
2: Well, I said, my name is Benny. <laughs> no spoilers here to
1: tell you that Benny and Kurit got married.
2: 55, we got married. We traveled around. She's an expert account. Go to Depolo. go to Balyangaw. Patsy was born in Cebu. Peggy was born two years after. 58, they were growing up. In Mindanao, it's all mountains, you know. I said, (laughs) the kids, I will get the transfer to Manila.
1: And so eventually, Benny left PNG. He joined another company, this time in the oil industry, which then allowed him to be based in Manila. They settled at UP Village in Quezon City, but soon enough, they had to move again. Benny needed a new place because for this new job that entailed a lot of networking, a lot of marketing and sales, for this job, now listen carefully here, he needed a telephone. Now, note, back then, you couldn't just apply to get a phone line.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't just apply.
1: That's Patsy.
0: Patricia Paterno or Patsy Paterno, I'm the managing director of Corbin Corporation, the pa of Papi Melroti, Patsy's
2: senior citizen now. Uh...
1: But in 1967, Patsy was all of 11 years old. Far from being a senior at anything, but a dutiful and old enough eldest daughter to remember not the beginnings of Papi Melroti, but of Corbin. If you wanted the quickest way to have a phone at home, you find a neighborhood that already had phone lines, and you find a place there. That was Benny's requirement. Meanwhile, Curit, the stay-at-home mom now raising three daughters, by this time she was itching to do something, but something ideally from home. And so she tells Benny he could find a neighborhood with a phone,
0: but... Find me a place to stay with a store. That was what she said.
2: So in Murato, we found a place there with the mezzanine and really moved there.
0: It was actually a, a row of apartments. And we lived on the second floor and there was a small store in the bottom. So that was the store that uh, we started in. How big 19- was it? It was 30 square meters. And the display window was kind of big. Wide. So that was the one that she would fill up.
1: And so they settle into their new apartment in Morato. The kids have their room upstairs. Benny has his phone line. Kurit has her little 30 square meter space for a shop. Now, what to sell? And equally important, how to start. You need cash for capital. Where does that come from?
0: And you know how she got capital? There was a lady who visited her. And this lady said, you come with me, help me sell furniture. And that was a time when you would just go with a stranger without thinking twice. you know. And she went to Crispa Floro. And she showed the catalog and she said, come on, you make a PO. And so he made a purchase order right then and there. I don't know how many. And then the lady brought her back home. And then a few weeks after, the lady came back and brought her three huge cabinets nicely carved. And that was what she sold to get capital. We were thinking, why didn't that lady come back if she thought that mommy was a great saleswoman? Why didn't she come back to ask her to help her again? But she never did. We, she doesn't even remember the name. So we said, maybe she's an angel. <laughs> and then my dad started buying from abroad. Back then, it was easy to, to import. their samples, so they're all different kinds. He would order, and then it would come.
1: Ah, bill order lang. You just yeah, get the catalog, you order, and then, uh, okay.
0: So, I remember there were these artimpex miniature uh, animals. They were very, very nicely made miniatures. And then he also had Fugger glass, which was from, I think, Austria. My mom would put them in the store window, and... Uh, They would sell because they were really nice. But that
1: shop window, if I could go back in time and see that shop window, I can already basically see the same character, the same persona of Papi Melody of what it is now. It's the same sensibility, Uh, same...
0: Not really, because they were imported items. Like now, we don't sell glass, we don't sell...
1: Still, Kurit had the setup she wanted. She could watch over her growing family upstairs and her shop downstairs. But it was the mid-70s heading into the 80s. Martial law, a weakening peso, and the general uncertainty of life in the Philippines inevitably brought up the question of whether or not to even stay in the Philippines. The business itself was affected. It was becoming too expensive to just keep reselling stuff from abroad. Ultimately, they stayed, and they were forced to just completely focus on what they could finally just make at home. And finally, there were the beginnings of what is familiar to all of us now. The handcrafted pillowcases, the figurines, the clocks, the trophies, posters, abubots, the journals, and boxes of prayers. She
2: makes stuffed uh, toys, patterns, and makes pillows like that. That's how she started.
0: She would sew clothes for us. And then she would make stuffed toys from the scrap cloth of the clothes. And then sometimes she would buy things in Divisoria, like dolls, and then she would dress it up. And then my dad would bring it to his office, and there was a lady there, Mrs. Dimalanta, who would buy everything. then my dad started uh, studying ceramics. My mom started making figurines, which, you know, they were so funny because she didn't really know how to make and so the figurines were like (laughs) not straight at all you know they were like monsters sometimes anyway it was so funny because she wanted to sell to other stores so we would go to Mahati and then there was the shop if you remember Erewon the owner there loved those weird figurines The funny thing is, when my mom could make nicer figurines, they didn't want to order anymore.
1: (laughs) As the Alejandro family grew, they outgrew that apartment in Murato. And the business began to outgrow the little space of Corbin. Benny and Kurit broke ground on a new house in Tandansora. And again, the home, running on family, became the engine for their enterprise.
0: We built our house in Tiarapura, and then there was a carpenter there that was a good worker and who wanted to continue to work for my dad. That's when the carpentry started. He started making out of paluchina. They would stain it, and then my mom personally would paint flowers on it. That was her signature. Usually, that, that's the start of how we get new products.
1: And most crucial, the kids got involved. There is something about the story of Papi Melroti that supposedly explains the providence of the entire brood's creativity. Okay, so t- tell me if this is urban legend. I got it from many people. kasi no, because the Alejandro kids, they grew up without any toys. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: That is true. We had very, very few toys.
2: What they do is, you've seen this thick Montgomery Ward and Cicero Robot with all those printed dresses. Yeah, catalog. They cut it, put it in cardboard. They cut the dress. That's what they make.
0: Uh, We make decoupage. That's the art of uh, making the paper appear like it's part of the wood. We would distress it, which... We would use a hammer, we would use a chain, we would nail on it and everything. And then Neldi is the most industrious in making that decoupage. It was so funny because we were all making, and then hers looked the most like it came from the garbage can. It was so black! It was the first to get sold. (laughs) Uh, The one that we really love is, um, you know, with those old uh, records? We would play that again and again. We memorized all the songs because we didn't have many records. And then we would have programs. And we would present for my mom and dad. So we had very, very few toys, but we would make. You sound like
1: the one traps of uh, handicrafts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was us with helpers, as in the cook and the Yaya of Tina. They had multiple jobs. And I remember our cook, would make figurines you know and then she would dry it on our stairs and we would paint and i would put it on my bed
2: you know robert my son so good in watercolor watercolor very hard it's wet and i never tried watercolor Mm. so
0: all of us were doing that we would be paid five centavos each for a figurine and then we would put it on the bed and then at the end of the day, we will count and I get about one peso <laughs> for my work for the day. But it was a lot of money for me.
1: By the way, I mean, in terms of style, Papi Melroti is also known. You know, it's, it's, it's always wholesome. It has a very Christian, Christian value. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Where does that come from? My mom brought us to the renewal. She went to Assumption and then she would also bring us. All of us.
2: Actually, the kids are even more strict than us. You know, we used to sell uh, naughty items, not really bad, but uh, funny, but they thumbs down. You know. The children, you mean? Yes. Well, of course, it's all Christian and so forth, no? Yes.
0: Other products as well that we disapproved of because we got into the charismatic renewal. It was also an evolution that we consciously said, okay, we won't sell these things anymore. And besides, in our family, we don't naman tell green jokes. You know, I'm I'm well known for that, even in high school. Now, if there's somebody telling green jokes, I pretend not to understand. <laughs> it's part of who we are because a business, you know, has to have the personality of the owners so that you have a, you know an identity right?
1: meanwhile by the late 70s seeds were being planted for a revolution in the philippines a new concept in shopping experience the very first mall was opened in cubao
0: we were there at the opening when Muhammad Ali came, cut the cake and everything. And then we opened in Ali Mall.
1: With the new place was also
2: born the new name. When they were growing up, uh, Patsy, Peggy, Mel, this said, Unfair. You've written, Benny. Our names are not there. I said, no, it's crazy. Nobody can pronounce it. Nobody can remember it. You won't even stick.
0: Well, that's why now the people call it papi. The point was, we want our own also, and it was a joke. You know, so, and that's by age. So, Patsy, Peggy, Meldi, Robert, Tina, papi melrati. It was a joke. But I don't know, they allowed us to put a papi Melrity in 1976 on the second floor, and we were the ones selling. I was the cashier, who always made mistakes. Peggy, was the seller she would sell things up to now she likes to sell to people and then Meldy she made pillows she was also sewing in her own sewing machine and then Robert would paint
1: and then Tina what was she doing or was she too small
0: oh no Tina was seven years old she was wrapping gifts at that time and the thing is she was too small to reach the counter so she would wrap on the floor And We actually know a lady who said that she remembers there was a little girl rapping on the floor. A few days after we opened, a lady came and said, I want to interview you for a women's magazine. She gave us three pages with pictures and it was entitled All in the Family. So there were pictures of all of us. So people would come up and say, oh, I know this. Patsy, Peggy, Meldy, Robert, Tina. So it's a really good advertisement.
1: Today, Corbin is the company Papi Melroti is the flagship brand. And what all of it became is basically what the family was and continues to be. How was your mom guiding this business all throughout? I mean, how was she managing?
0: She was managing everything up to... Maybe two years before she died, she was really over everything. And me, I'm not a business person. Eh. That's why I say it's God. Because I'm, I can't say I'm smart, Nah, I have business savvy or anything. But I believe God put me here. So I'll, I'll just do the best I can.
1: At what point did you feel, whether it's in Ali Alimol or after, did you feel like, wow, this is, this is a pretty this is a, a real business. This is something that's... Because you started, it, 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 it's a hobby of your yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. She just wanted extra income. She wanted to be busy. But at what point do you look at each other or think to yourself, na, hey, this is, this is pretty serious?
0: I don't remember that. What I remember was we were complaining that it was <laughs> <to> Siberia. <laughs> because during vacation, my classmates were playing. But... We were forced to work. no? And so my mom had to call us all together and she asked us, do you want us to continue this or not? And then we all said yes because we, we appreciated the business. We enjoyed it. Um, but it wasn't as if, oh, this is a serious business. No, it was like, oh, this is Siberia.
1: <laughs> of course, it got to the point that Kurit and Benny couldn't just rely on their little helpers or their household helpers.
2: My sister married a guy from Paliwag and when we were eating there, they said, oh, there's a factory here owned by the bank for clothes. My wife bought there we went to the bank and bought it. So our factory is there in Bulacan.
0: And the Yaya of Tina became the manager in Bulacan, our factory. After Ali
1: Mall, Papi Melody got a stall in the first mall of SM. And the rest, as I say, is history. I imagine you, you now develop this very good relationship with SM. You're a genuine draw to, to SM. You know, People want to go Papi Mel roti used to be on the Ali Mall. Now they're thinking. And, did SM come to you and say that, Hey, we want you in, in our next mall. We want you in our next mall.
2: All the time. Not only SM, even Ayala now. And so many. Do you have to say no? Now? Uh-oh, many times. In
0: 1985, we opened in SM North. So we were one of the pioneers. We were celebrated uh, after 25 years. They had a big party, you know, celebrating the. Because do you know what? In Ali Mall, we're the only one left there from the original tenants. Don't you think that's an amazing oh, thing?
1: I remember because Big Daddy is no longer there.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last one was shaky's I think. They left a couple of years ago. So we're the only ones left.
1: Kurit passed away in 2016. By then, there were 21 Papi Melrotis.
0: From when I was young, I always knew that I would, you know, help my mom. Meldy is different. Because she took up business, she wanted to work in Makati, wear high heels, nice clothes. And so she started applying in uh, different businesses there. And when nobody got back to her, she said, maybe I'll just work here for a while. You know? And one day, when she was in the store, she heard a lady talking to her daughter. She was holding up a figurine and she said, you know, I gave this to your dad and it changed his life. And the figurine was something that Peggy made. And then it says in the bottom, uh, work for the Lord, the pay isn't much, but the retirement plan is out of this world. So happened that the, the father of the daughter was a workaholic, hardly comes home. And then after she gave that figurine, decided to prioritize his family. And so Mildi said, my gosh, that's only one figurine. We have so many figurines. We have so many posters, inspirational, so she decided to work in Papa Melody. That's when the calls came for interviews. And she said, No, I have a work already.
2: Do you know you can talk to God and He'll answer? You don't even have to talk audibly. And I have proof of that. Because when my wife died, I sit there and cry all the time, and then I talk to my wife. I say, "Uh, "Miss you. That you miss me also." She answers also, and and, I said, "Uh, "Can you hear me?" "Yeah." So I said, "If if you can hear, because..." Give me a sign now. When I said no, the bird came from there and flew straight to my face voice. And that night uh, the dream and my wife was saying, "Did you see my sign? I think I think God the
1: This episode of Puma Podcast was written by myself, Robbie Alampay, and Janina Magundayao. Research, interviews, and post-production by Mikel Bolante, Trisha Aquino, Nico Bolante, Elsie Cansino, Janina Magundayao, and myself. Follow Puma Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for us on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Facebook, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po.